The first Knicks Summer League game just ended, and there's a lot to talk about and dissect. I'm Johnny Curvin, and I'm once again joined by Owen Smith, who's calling in tonight. There were many fun moments in this game, but it evened out with its fair share of struggles and disappointments. We're here to give you the 20-minute recap and analysis of the Knicks-Pelicans Summer League game in case you happen to miss it or want some extra insight. Enjoy. Barrett. Splash. So Alonzo Trier blows by a Pelicans player, and Mark Jones announces that there was an earthquake in California and Las Vegas. So the game ended with the Pelicans winning 80-74 to 74 with 7 minutes and four, 53 seconds left in the fourth. Uh, the Knicks were making a bit of a run towards the end, but what this, will, I assume, will essentially count as a loss. Yeah. Uh, this will count as a loss. Um, there, It was a sloppy game. But disappointing. I wouldn't call it disappointing, but I think there's a lot to discuss here. There's a lot to dissect. There's a lot to discuss. I, I think we just start with looking at the box score. We'll, we'll go through good and bad, and so we'll talk about good. I'd say good tonight, Knox. I was I was impressed with Knox, who shot, who had 17 points, shot 50% from the field on 12 shots. Eight boards. Nice. Uh, eight boards and three for seven from three. He's hit his but first three his and then first three. Yeah, missed yeah, yeah. his last four. Um, but I was also really impressed throughout the game with his on-ball defense. Yeah, it was. It, uh, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. I saw. I thought, he got, I thought he got pushed around a little bit. I thought his pick and roll defense was weak. I thought our pick and roll defense as a whole was weak. I, I agree um, with that. That's, that's in my notes here. I mean, I thought Knox got bodied up by Zion, but I think Zion has like probably 50 pounds on Knox. I mean, I don't expect Knox to be guarding very many guys that are like Zion, but that's just how our summer league roster shakes out. But actually, a, a pretty impressive game from Knox. You know, no assists, no steals. Yeah, but touching on the defense, I think his on-ball defense, I was impressed with it. His, it pick, and, his, his pick and roll defense was bad, but it's not like his defense was anything that stood out last year. And I, I noticed some nice on-ball improvements, especially in the yeah. second half. If Knox can be a decent on-ball defender, that's huge for the Knicks. If, if at least that aspect of his defense is good, because last year it was very weak. All parts of his defense were very weak. Um, you know, if, if that part of Knox's game is good, then that's huge. Yeah. Um, all right, you want to move on to Mitchell Robinson? He had uh, eight points, three for four. Wasn't much of an offensive impact, but did have four blocks, which is always yes. something that you know you're getting with big meat. Yes. Um, he played 22 minutes compared to Knox's 24. I mean, he wasn't a huge factor on offense, but he did his thing on defense. You know what you're getting with him. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, he- no, great game from Mitch. And if you go through the box score, plus minus... Mitch was a plus seven. And everybody else was a negative. Except for Tyler Cavanaugh. Except for Tyler Cavanaugh. Played four minutes. He had a plus 11. 11. (laughs) Interesting. Mitchell Robinson was the most consistent one out there. You know, ten boards, eight points, ten boards, four blocks, two steals. You know, just a Mitch game. You know, he just, he got after it, ran the floor. Block shots with a menace down low, rebounded like he, we saw him in the second half of the season last year, and that's really that you know that that Mitch staying consistent is really important for the Knicks. Um, but it was great to see his growth. I was kind of hoping to see him pull out a jump shot, um, but we did not get that. 
I think that'll. Uh, I think we're gonna have to wait a while for that. We're gonna have to wait a while before that. But he, but he teased it in an interview, so I was kind of hoping. <laughs> um, um, I was in, I was impressed with Trier. Trier, another positive. Trier had twenty one points on an efficient eight for fourteen from the field. Hit three out of four three pointers, and had five rebounds and four assists to go along with that. He was stroking it. His shot looked good. He. Um, I feel like has tunnel vision. I mean, we'll get to RJ Barrett, who has the worst case of that. But I, I mean, feel like I mean, four assists—that's pretty good, actually. But I feel like when he when he's driving, he's only thinking about scoring. Fair. When he's going isolation, which I think is something that can be fixed, and he obviously he's only a second-year player, and they call him Isozo for a reason. But you know, I think that's something he should continue to work on. But twenty-one points. Uh, can't be mad. I, he was consistent tonight. I was impressed with Trier. Kadeem Allen. What did you see from Kadeem Allen tonight? I think he looked confident dribbling the ball. He only shot two for eight. Wasn't a huge impact. Only two assists and four points in 17 minutes. But he looked aggressive and he looked like he always wanted to push the pace, which I was um, excited yeah, about. for sure. But, you know, not too much to talk about Kadeem Allen, the Nick who joined us you know, he, late last year. He, he works really hard on defense. He plays the defensive end really well. He's actually he's a decent pass. We had a couple of nice lobs to Robinson. But, you know, he, he's a nice player. I don't think he'll stick with the Knicks, you know, especially with the influx of guards that they have this year. Um, but he looked good tonight. He looked okay tonight. He had yeah. one really bad air ball in the first half, but he, he looked good tonight. All right, let's move on to the final starter on this list. R.J. Barrett, he had 10 points, 4 for 18 from the field, 1 for 8 from downtown, 4 assists, a turnover. Um, what, do you, what did you see? Yeah. Two turnovers, excuse me. What did you, and a minus 14. Give me some initial thoughts on R.J. Barrett's performance. You know, I saw a kid that looked anxious out there. He looked anxious to have a really good game. And that's not a good thing, and that worries me for the future. You know, I don't want RJ to come out and take, you know, 20 tough, hard shots a night. You know, his game gets ugly when it's like that. You know, he just goes straight to the basket. He loses sight of all of his teammates. He just wants to shoot his way out of it. Um, It's not a good trait to have as a player. Tonight, you know, when he started missing shots, instead of, you know, trying to get his teammates involved and trying to, you know, improve as a distributor and maybe trying to get some easy buckets to get him going, he just made it harder for himself, you know, and started taking these tough threes, um, taking tough contested drives to the basket, you know, running pick and rolls tonight. I didn't see him look to the roll man once. You know, he always is looking to shoot. Yeah, I, I got some bad... That was frustrating. I had some bad Tim Hardaway Jr. flashbacks, you know, waiting last second on the clock, taking a step back three. Yeah. But you yeah, know, except Tim Hardaway Jr. actually shots, shoots the ball competently. So he, that's a difference. I mean, not all the time. For for the listeners, I was not very high on Barrett coming into the draft. I love Barrett. I thought I always I know wanted you Barrett. Love Barrett and because of his bullshit little you know, bill for this interviews, you know. But I always was much I higher on Barrett like than Jaw. He might end up being a really good player, but I don't like his game. Right. He doesn't get by, guys. He, oh, and we're doing a uh, Knicks Pelicans recap, not an R.J. Barrett analysis. I know we're doing a Knicks Pelicans recap, but I think R.J. Barrett is a big part of this game 
But, you know, we, we'll go into Barrett another time after the Summer League's over. And I think it'll be fair. We're going to have a much longer podcast, uh, Summer League wrap-up, where we'll talk about each player individually. Um, but, nonetheless, a very, very discouraging game Yeah, tough game from Barrett. It'll be interesting to see how he bounces back in the next game. He's 19. He's 19, yeah. Sure. Let's talk about the other rookie, Iggy Bradakis. He also had a pretty disappointing night. Didn't do much. Shots didn't fall, but you know I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw. Nice cutting. He has a nice touch around the rim. Five points, two for eight from the field. Uh, you can't get too mad. He played 18 minutes, but the shots weren't falling, which is fine. But he looked comfortable out there. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm excited for his ability. I think he has a great ambidextrous game too. Yeah, you no, know, he finishes with both hands super well. Yeah, he's he's you know and he gets by guys. He's slippery, and he doesn't appear to be super athletic, but you know he can get to the rim. He's crafty, um, pretty easily. Uh, uh, I thought he rebounded pretty well, but yeah. Uh, Kenny Wooten, the Oregon Duck. He Bouncy. has he has some major bounce. Yeah, he looks like a pogo stick out there. He had two points. It was on a putback dunk, but that dude was flying for rebounds. I mean, he was a minus he thirteen. Sweet blocks. Minus he had a minus 13. thirteen, but he had some nice blocks. Ten, ten only ten minutes, so. Yeah, minus 13 in 10 minutes is, is a hard thing to do. But, you know, Tyler Cavanaugh, plus 11 in four minutes. Yeah. That's a guy that seems like he should be getting more minutes. All right, I don't think we need to go into... <laughs> I don't think we need to go to the other three players who played. I thought Lamar Peters looked fine. He had five points. He's pretty shifty. Yeah, he's pretty but shifty. But Tyler Cavanaugh and Andrew White only played four minutes. Andrew White took a couple of bad threes. Yeah. That didn't he was fall, over three from the field. Anxious. That's the thing, you know, summer league, some guys come out and look super anxious to just get theirs. And yeah. A lot of these guys are, for an ugly game. A lot of these guys are playing for these playing for their jobs. They're playing for their minutes. So, they're playing for their jobs. They're playing for their lives. You yeah. Alright, so make we went down the box score. I want to talk about the actual game now. Yeah. So in the first quarter, Knox opened up looking very confident, hit three three pointers, and then continued to miss his last four. But Knox, Allen and Trier were all stroking that three ball early. Yeah, the first quarter was fun. You know, it was just like Knicks were running up and down the court, playing defense. They looked engaged. It looked like they came out engaged, and they were hitting shots, um, pushing the ball. I thought Allen did a great job pushing the pace and finding his shooters, and our shooters knocked down shots. We looked, um, uh, that, we looked really, really comfortable out there. To start. We looked really good to start. I think we scored like 35 points in the first quarter in only 10 minutes. Yeah, and then Meech opened up with a lob and then a block on Zion. That was, that was, that was, Meech had a nice little Meech sequence with the sweet little lob, and then he blocked Zion and then ran for the outlet and got the dunk. Yeah. Um, classic, classic Meech. And then I want to talk a little bit about Zion. He looked gassed early on, but then right as I said that, he came back. Yeah, yeah he looked awful coming out, and then that timeout came in. I thought he looked fat. Then he had back-to-back-to-back dunks, including one where he just ripped the ball from Knox. Yeah, you know, I, 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 one thing, you know, Knox looked very weak tonight. You know, I thought he gets, he gets pushed around super easily. He gets pushed off his spot. He doesn't look, he doesn't look like he has great core strength. Yeah, uh, um, he, we noticed he a lot of that. Longer than he did last season, he had a couple of tough moves into the basket that I don't think he would have finished last year. But he also sometimes looks weak going to the basket. Yeah, and he, you know, gets pushed off. That was a that was a big problem for him last year too, and something that I was yeah. really hoping that he would have uh, yeah. worked on. But I mean, it's one summer league game, but so far yeah. it doesn't look like that core strength or that finishing strength because he always gets there. 
he gets there, no, he, he gets, gets to the, the basket, end, but it's just putting really it well. in. And he actually did have some nice moves uh, this game where I was impressed with the way he finished. Like he extended his arm and used his left yeah. hand to shield the defender. But anyway, one of the few Barrett highlights in the first quarter, he comes back and hits a step back three pointer. That yeah. was his highlight. That was his highlight. Yeah. And then Iggy's first play he checks in, he goes coast to coast and gets fouled. I liked his immediate aggressiveness. And then to end the first, Barrett had a nice and one finishing through contact. But the first quarter was really about the, the Knicks- first quarter was pretty. It was, a, but it was about the second year guys. It was about the yeah. You know, it was about Mitch. It was about Trier. It was about Knox. And those guys came out and looked really good in the first quarter. And honestly, looked really good throughout the game. You know, as they should as second year players. You know, if they didn't look great, I'd be worried. Uh, but it was encouraging to see an aggressive Knox knocking down threes. Yeah, and um, I think that's a good point about these second year guys. R.J. Barrett is playing with a lot of second-year guys, and that's just something to think about when he, you shoot four for 18 from the field. Sure. All of these other guys have been here. They've played in the NBA. Uh-huh. And yeah, it also, but it also gives him more incentive to pass, and he should trust his teammates more. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. It's not, this is not an excuse for the just performance. Saying. Pick and roll team defense looked poor. We already touched on that. Pick and roll team defense looked awesome. That was really you know, bad. points in that. And then, you know, second quarter was okay for the Knicks. They kind of closed it out. The Pelicans closed it out on a big run. And yeah, then as Mitch came out the game, and then it kind of went off the rails. And then in the third quarter, completely yeah, went off my the favorite, rails. Yeah, my favorite moment in the second quarter was when Mitch had the lob, then the block on Zion's three-pointer, and then was uh, doing a little cherry-picking and dunked. That probably made me the happiest man on the planet. Yeah, I was, um, that was a fun moment. And then... You know, Knox, yeah, you know, Mitch. Yeah, we we got a special player, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, absolutely. I think Trier came out and continued to look confident. I was impressed with her on-ball defense in the second quarter, even though the pick and roll defense was bad. Yeah, it was weak. Uh, but last year, as we said, I was looking for Knox um, to move off the ball more and become more than a spot-up shooter, and I hadn't seen much of that in the first half. He drove to the rim with minute thirty left in the second quarter and extended his arms, and I really liked that move. And I think that shows improvement. However, yeah. the core strength, the fact that he's still shying away from contact is not a great sign, but the fact that he's getting to the rim it is... Was so, open, it was an open layup. No, I mean, he he shielded, he got by and shielded his guy. Happened. And then Barrett, Barrett's free throws were making me furious. Oh, yeah, free throw shooting. Um, not pretty. Not pretty by any for guys anybody, on the team. Except Mitchell Robinson. Who was, was like, two what, for two, two for two? Who was two for two. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the third quarter, uh, Mitch is going for every block, um, which is always, which I like to see. And then and Schreier comes out again and looks confident, hits a three to open the game or open the second half. And Frank Jackson for New Orleans, he was starting oh to go God. off. He looked like a he looked like a dog. The six three guard who was injured for much of last year. Much of last year, yeah, but he was was shooting it and he came he and had a great fired. dunk to start the third. And then Zion, at this point, banged knees with somebody, and they just shut him down, which is understandable, because he was on a minutes restriction anyway. He was only supposed to play like 24 minutes. He ended up playing a little bit less, but there's no need to risk it. Yeah. And by the third quarter, Knox had cooled off from three and from the field, really. Yeah, um, Knox cooled off a lot. He had some nice – he had a couple good takes to the basket um, in the third, but his, his, his shot – kind of fell off the map after that hot start. 
Yeah. And New Orleans with 3:20 left in the third takes an 11 point lead, which is the biggest of the game, which was their biggest of the game. Yeah. No, I think they put a 14 at one point. Uh, they probably did. And Knox by the end of the third was looking more aggressive, which I liked. And then the Barrett to Knox lob was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. I want to quickly talk about rebounding. We didn't do well in yeah. the rebounding end, but because Ellenson left for personal reasons, Mitchell Robinson is our only center, and everyone else is under 6'9". So right. Mitch has a heavy load for him. Yes, and then, he does. Then the earthquake hits. So that pretty much wraps up the game. We sit there for a few minutes. And and then that was it. And, you know. and then they come out and say the game. Uh, and then the Suns, what was it? Suns who? Suns Nuggets. Suns Nuggets game, game after was, was also getting postponed. So, final thoughts on this first summer league game. If you could wrap it up in a couple sentences. Up. You know, I thought there were some encouraging signs. I thought there were a lot. There were some discouraging signs as well. I thought twenty eighteen draft class looked awesome. Um, I was really happy with what I saw from them. Twenty nineteen draft class, not so much, um, which was disappointing. Yeah, I'm ready to do the thing where when RJ struggles, I say it's just summer league and who cares. But when he drops 35, I start calling him Kevin Durant. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Um, but I I do think Barrett will bounce back and start, and I think he'll take this game and process it. But I hope he does. Overall, I, hope he, I hope he comes out and he plays more controlled next time and lets the game come to him. I think that's the key. And obviously he was the vocal point for this game because we've seen everybody else play. Fair. So, yeah, that was the first summer league game, Knicks versus Pelicans. Knicks lose by eight, but it stopped early because of an earthquake that hit Las Vegas, which I've never seen before. But our next game is Sunday at 9.30, and we will have analysis and recap about 15 to 20 minutes of that game as well. So thanks for tuning in. Knicks Suns. Knicks Suns. All right. Knicks Suns, 9.30. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, what do you want? How do you want to intro? How do you want to do this outro? Rewind out. All right, you're not doing the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what are you? What are you talking about? Bye. Thanks for listening. It's bull-